Coming up next, the wild and crazy Haas Outdoors. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. with Halls Outdoors, the voice from the outdoors. I just found out some bad news yesterday. Longtime wildlife photographer friend Jerome Tweedy passed away back in April. I didn't find out until recently. We used to chase wildlife and landscape photos all over Paradise Valley and Yellowstone Park together. One day, Jerome and I went to Yellowstone Park to photograph wildlife. I seen a road jam at a distance and kind of figured it was a bear or a moose or something close to the road. So I pulled up and see what was going on. There was a grizzly standing there in an open field. We got out of my car and started photographing the grizzly. I found me a comfortable spot on the ground. Had a couple of feet of snow, but I sat on the ground anyway and started shooting pictures. This grizzly kept getting closer and closer and closer to me. I stood really still, didn't move. And finally, the grizzly came about 50 feet from me. And I was really going to town on the shutter. I was popping photos left and right. The grizzly ended up looking at me, grunted, and walked away. I wasn't a threat to the bear. After all that excitement was over with and got in my car, I was driving down the road and I said, Boy, I sure like to find another grizzly to photograph. Sure enough, another grizzly popped up and this time there was two of them. Now there was a lot more people there at this bear's than there was at the other one. I walked around the crowd and got up to the bear's at a safe distance and began photographing. Well, I guess the bear's got kind of irritated with the tourists. Of course, you know, I would too if I was a bear and went over this little knoll. I saw the bears, they just disappeared out in the forest. One person yelled out, do you see them? I hollered out, yeah, I see them. And all these people, they must have been 60 of them, come running towards me. I hollered, oh no, they're coming around, it's getting ready to charge, run! All these people stopped dead in their tracks at the same time and turned around and took off running towards their vehicles. Now, it kind of reminded me of a three-legged drunken race. People tripping over sagebrush, jumping over sagebrush, fumbling over themselves. It was kind of hilarious. Almost everybody got in their cars and just drove off. There was about 12 photographers there that all we used to hang out with in the park. We were all sitting around laughing and what I did. Jerome's face was red. He said, um, I didn't know him. He was just hitchhiking on the side of the road and I picked him up. I looked at him, I said, now, you know it's my vehicle. He said, uh, yeah, he uh, actually picked me up instead. So we had a kind of big laugh about that. We laughed about that the rest of the day and all the way back to the apartment. We lived in the same apartment building, that's how I got to knowing. My ex-wife, a.k.a. first mistake, was sitting there with talking to some friends. She said, well, how did it go? We started laughing and Joan hollered, run! And he told everybody what I did and everybody busted out laughing on that. For this week's tourism trip, I went to Chico Hot Springs in Immigrant, Montana. I used to go to Chico Hot Springs a lot when I lived here the last time. It's a very friendly, old-fashioned, traditional courtesy towards each other. The owners, Colin and his wife, are some of the nicest people you can actually meet. 
So let's listen to that wonderful trip at Chico Hot Springs. I'm here at my old hangout spot at Chico Hot Springs talking to the owner, Colin Davis. And how long did you say you owned this establishment? Well, I've been here for 22, 23 years. I was a partner for the first 18 and then I've owned it for the last four. Just ended up buying out my old partners and they sort of aged out, got to a point where they didn't want to run it anymore and their girls didn't want it. So um, we've been talking about for years how to just create an exit strategy so that Chico doesn't change and the, the culture continues and the legacy continues and it stays family owned and not a corporation. All right, uh, tell me about the hot springs here. So the hot springs, the first time they were ever even recorded, I believe was 1867, but it was a place where the, the Native Americans would come. It was a spiritual spot, and, but also then as mining started to pick up, the miners would come here and wash their clothes and bathe. And I think it wasn't until around 1900 they got a little more gentrified with some wooden walls and, and open air. And then finally um, a roof was put over the, them, and then the roof fell in in the, in the 50s. And we've left the roof off since then, of course. But it's an amazing situation. The, the mineral balance in the water is incredible. There's no heavy sulfur smells or colors or and it um, you know it stays about 103 degrees in the small pool and about 100 in the big pool and the pool holds about a hundred thousand gallons but it's just been consistent since the beginning of time as far as we know it. So there's no water bill? <laughs> there's no water bill that's correct. <laughs> that's great. Now any of the buildings here are original? Half of, About half of the buildings are original. The main lodge was a 20-room lodge. It was built in, uh, in 1900 itself and then out behind that building was the smokehouse and the stables and the, the blacksmith shop and those buildings still exist even though they've been remodeled and turned into uh, to more usable space whether it's administrative space or sales or office space but um, the old barn remains and um, the old generator room remains so they're all old stone structures that we've kept and and kept them in good shape. But since then we've added, I mean, we've certainly increased the size of the property and, and added more lodging and added a convention center. So we, right now we sit on almost 900 acres. It's, it's really, we've really um, increased the size of the property just to have some recreational options, mountain biking, hiking, places to just go for a quiet walk and sit and watch the sun come up. There's also a disc golf course up on the hill, which is um, being really well received. A lot of families are up playing it, which is, is really fun, so. Okay, this building here we're sitting in front of, is it one of the original ones? No, this one isn't, but when we constructed it, we wanted it to look like it had been here, and I think that's the, the greatest compliment you can get is like people not realizing the building's relatively new. This building's probably 15 years old. It's the convention center. It's where we do weddings and family reunions, and, but it's that we tried to match the stone and use you know, and stone from the river, like is still around the older buildings in Chico, but also to mimic that clabbered New England style that's been in the shake roof that's been sort of a hallmark of Chico since it was originally constructed. So we really tried to uh, to just complement this architect architectural language that, that was already established. Yeah, I, um, I used to hang out here back in the late 90s and I really enjoyed this spot. It, um, I don't think it's changed since the late 90s. I mean, I don't think the flavor's changed. And again, it, we've really worked hard to to leave it better than we found it, to really make sure that everything's in good shape, furnishings, and that everything's clean. But I don't think I don't think the flavors changed since you used, used to hang out here, and we still have that old Western saloon that just the locals haunt. That that thing just stays busy and just is a heck of a lot of fun. 
I'm looking forward to seeing that old saloon. I haven't been in there in years. Well, when we start the tour, I'll take you in there. There's lots to see. We added some, uh, well, actually this year we, we bought five of these really large Conestoga wagons that are, uh, you know, they're basically a tent on a, on a rolling platform. They're, they look like an old prairie schooner wagon, but they're large enough to have a king bed and a set of bunk beds in there. And families are just renting them all summer long. But there's there's a bathhouse there, so there's a restroom and a shower close by. There's also this beautiful pavilion that's way up on the hillside above Chico, so you can sit there and watch the uh, watch the sun come up and down and and at the fire pit and just look out over the valley. But it's that's become that's probably the latest thing we've built or done, and it's been such an incredible hit. People are renting all five at one time and bringing five families and just sort of taking over, and the kids are. The kids are loving it. It's such a family-oriented um, segment to our, it just sort of, it just honors the rest of what we do, I think. We'll be right back after this wonderful message. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update! I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. <laughs> I bet you that turkey woke you up. This is Haw's Outdoors and with Chico Hot Springs. Okay, we're here in my favorite building, the saloon area. Doesn't look like it's changed much since I've been here. I don't think it's changed a bit. Maybe it's probably a few more hats on the ceiling and a, maybe a couple better bottles of tequila behind the bar, but it's still, it's a local's haunt. We have live music every weekend. It's free, there's no cover charge, and it's just, um, it's where the cowboys and the locals and the tourists still mix, you know. It's really a ton of fun. Yeah, I noticed there's a lot more hats that was on the ceiling than I was here before. Sort of a landmark, you know, people come to visit and they pull their hats off and jam them up there and next time they come back they, they go to search out their hat, you know, and just sort of timestamp when they were here last time and it's, it's pretty nice. It's just, it's, like I said, it's a local's haunt for sure. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a good place to be at on a Saturday night. You know, there's not many classic watering holes that have survived that really still have their patina but that whole uh, Jimmy Buffett you know living since Saturday night it was he spent a lot of time in the saloon I can tell you that he and Brodigan and that whole crew but that's partly where the song came from yep I um, I can't remember when the last time I was here I think it might have been October or November of 2001 the last time I officially was in here you probably got thrown out that night too, I bet. So, <laughs> no, I um, I actually drove home. <laughs> You're not supposed to drink and drive, you know that. So, well, I was having Pepsi's. <laughs> Perfect. It's like I said. It's I mean, the, this dance floor is full on uh, on Friday and Saturday nights. It's just there's you know there's kids playing shuffleboard and you can still get a great burger and a killer pizza from the from the grill. So there's we do a lot more food now than we used to. And, a few TVs in here so people can watch sports during the day and but um again it's 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 one of the cornerstones it's a lot of people come here grab a cocktail and then go out to the pool and and sit in the hot springs because you can see the hot springs from the bar or the bar from the hot springs and it's just been a big draw you know they they work hand in hand really well and they have been since the place got built 
Yeah, I've noticed, uh, looking out the window right now, I see the pool. and uh, I've been in that pool only once my whole life. You're missing out, you know. It's a... Uh... It's really a healthy thing to do, really. The, the mineral, like I talked earlier about the mineral content being so balanced, but just a great way to relax or end a day or bring your family and hang out. And it's, you can uh, sip on a beer and get in the pool and just like let your worries go, man. It's just, it's, nothing's changed about that swimming pool. And it's been, that talk about belonging to the locals. The locals have owned this pool for over a hundred years. And it's just one of the, the biggest drawing cards we have, I think. I, we're really known for hot water and, and great food and a good time and, and, and hospitality, honestly. Yeah, I remember being in the pool and it was really excellent. And I do love the pizza and I kind of miss it. Yeah, it's still here. We're still cranking that poolside grill and the, and the saloon. We turn out a ton of food. and People will go swim and take a break, bring their family in, get something to eat, chill for a while, and then head right back to the pool, get their money's worth, you know. Okay, we're out here in front of the stable. How many horses do you have here? About 30 head when it's busy like this. But So um, Rock and HK is our outfitter. They also do full day trips and week-long trips into Yellowstone Park. They've got an outfitting license to do that. So they keep extra horses here. They also some big draft horses. We've got a couple large wagons where we can they'll do wagon rides for weddings or for families around the property and up toward Old Chico. So in the wintertime, about 20 but it, it'll swell to almost 40 in the summer just because of all the the different things going on and if you got a family going into Yellowstone for a week you know it takes a good seven or eight head of horses as well so you're packing food and tents and things like that but um but the day rides come out of here so you can we just go up we've got these 635 acres next door and the you can go out for an hour or two you can go out for five or six hours if you want you know it's just depending on what kind of a horseman you are and whether you have children and whether they want to go or if the children just want to take a quick pony ride, you know, and just get used to them and get some photographs, we'll lead them around the property and, and uh, give them that experience as well. But the barn stays really busy. You do any uh, horse trips up Emigrant Peak? I'm not up the peak itself, but definitely up to Emigrant for sure. We go up through Old Chico and whatnot, but not up on that mountain. Yeah. Too, too steep for them? Too steep for sure. Yeah, we just want, safety's a big issue for us. You know, we want it to be fun and exciting, but it's got to be safe. You know. Yeah, I've hiked up that mountain many times. So I know what you're talking about. It's pretty steep. We're gonna go up next week. Yeah, not with horses. I'll, by the time we get up the top, I wish I was on a horse. Well, Collins, thank you for the wonderful tour and the going down memory lane. And it's a pleasure. It's just fun to to be able to share this place. That's that's my favorite part of the day. I can spend. My day at sitting at a computer, I can spend it out with our guests and just wandering and meeting people and, and really sharing the, the little stories and the intimacies about Chico, which there's so many different stories, so many different tales, so much real history here that it's just fun to be part of it. And it's definitely fun to share it. But thanks for coming out. Oh, you're welcome. And have a wonderful day. We're excited about the whole next week. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a busy summer, actually. Well, I really sure enjoyed that trip. If you're with an outdoor organization like to share some news, or want to tell a funny hunting and fishing story, or just brag about a tag you drawed, please email me at hawsoutdoors at tragerstateradio.com. That's all the time we have, folks. Thank you for listening in. This is Goofy Charles Halls with Halls Outdoors and Treasure State Radio saying so long and be safe. This is fun. 
I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service.